What is your purpose? Why did God make you? Welcome to a Grace Israel production. In this video, we will cover the purpose of why we were made. Salvation gives a wonderful destiny on every single person that has been redeemed. We have been redeemed as priests and kings. And God's plan for us is that we reign on the earth. Romans 8 verse 29 to 30 tells us, For those God foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those He predestined, He also called. Those He called, He also justified. Those He justified, He also glorified. We have also been called unto glory and virtue. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3 tells us, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him, who called us by His own glory and goodness. To find the reason God made you, you will need to find God's vision for your life. A true vision is the unfolding of a divine plan and purpose. Every single person is created to fulfill a particular purpose on earth. Just as a manufacturer releases a product in order to fulfill a need, a discovery of the purpose for which you have been created is called vision. A vision is unfolding of a divine plan as it relates to a person, a group, or an organization. God revealed his purpose for creating prophet Jeremiah. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Jeremiah 1 verse 5. God had a purpose for Apostle Paul. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach among the heathen. Galatians 1 verse 15 to 16. The reason Paul was created was to preach to the heathen and the lost. You also have a purpose for being here on earth. Vision is knowing what you're here on earth for. And it is vital that you discover what that vision is for your life, as it puts an end to a life of struggle. The word vision has been so greatly misunderstood today in the church that virtually every dream of the night is mistaken for vision. The subject of vision is very vital for a life of successful living. The Word of God tells us where there is no vision, the people perish. For us not to perish, we need a vision. The word perish here does not mean to die physically. It means to be stripped of honor and dignity. We can conclude therefore that vision is the pathway to honor and dignity. 
Come with me through these pages of this book as we explore this great asset called vision. One word that comes to mind with the appearance of a visionary is warriors. They have their faces set before them. Their eyes are fixed on a particular target in the future. They do not turn to the right nor to the left. Pestilence cannot hold them. They are people on a mission. You need to know God and the vision he has for you. When you know God, you lay hold on strength. And when you have strength, you do exploits. One of the most unpleasant occurrences that you witness in life is seeing believers not reaching their great and extraordinary status in Jesus. The reason for this problem is ignorance. My people are destroyed by the lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. Vision means to see. In our context, it means to see far ahead. Every single believer has been ordained to carry out a particular function as we are all members of the same body, the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27 Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular. God has called every one of us into full-time ministry. You may think to yourself that only pastors on the pulpits in the church are in full-time ministry. That is wrong, my dear brothers and sisters. You don't need to work in the church to be qualified as a full-time minister. We are all part of the body of Christ. Each one of us has a function to carry out. As a member of the body, you are a steward of a particular function. God expects you to carry out this very mission. This is a ministry. It is a stewardship. It is not limited to the pulpit. A real ministry is occupying your position as assigned by God. You have never come across a body which is just one-legged or which is one big eye. That is impossible. A body is made up of different members. Every member has a particular function and they all work together to the building of that body. Every single person assigned to carry out a divine task is a minister. Gideon was not called to preach, but to deliver his people from Israel. Abraham was called to be established as an institution through which the families of earth will be blessed. You have a purpose. You have a divine assignment. A discovery of this function is what is called vision. Vision 
is divine insight into God's plan for you. The pursuit of this vision is what we called a ministry. It therefore goes that no vision, no ministry. You have a ministry. You are a minister. And it is your duty to discover what your ministry is. Vision is very important in a believer's life. This shows the importance of vision as it ends the struggles of life. When you don't discover God's plan, you keep on struggling. This is because God only enables you to perform in the area. God has designed you to serve. When you find out what capacity that is, it will give you stability in your life. You know where you are heading. You have a goal. Aim for it with a strong, purposeful stride. Not as one beating the air. Your attitude changes. Your vision prevents you from going anywhere you feel like going to or following the trends. One of the advantages of vision is self-discipline. A vision gives you a definite focus. A vision gives you the mindset of a warrior on a divine mission. I must also note that it is important for every one of us not to mistake natural qualities for vision. God places us in our ministries by His grace and His election. It is not by our expertise. Let's get that straight, brothers and sisters. When God wanted to free His people out of Egypt, who did He choose? You and I would have chosen a well-spoken individual, but God chose a stammerer in the person of Moses. God does this to show the world his glory. Remember, the vision of your life is for the glory of God. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen, ye and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Corinthians 1 verse 26 to 29. Your natural talent cannot qualify you for a divine task. Divine assignments 
require divine resources. You will need divine strength. And divine strength can only be made perfect in weakness. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 says, My strength is made perfect in weakness. Never you think that your eloquence or quality educational background is a reason why God has called you into a preaching ministry. If natural qualifications were to be considered, even we at Grace Digital Network will not be a candidate for a preaching ministry. But God made the difference. A vision can be oral, pictorial, or both. Either way the vision comes, it is a spiritual language through which God transmits his plans to chosen vessels. A dream is not a vision, but a vision can be communicated with you according to your level of comprehension. It might be through words or images. Images, however, ease comprehensions. Until words are converted into images, and one can truly say, I see, I see, there is no full comprehension. Images give you what to fix your eyes upon. This is especially invaluable in moments of discouragement. During such moments, you can switch your mind back to the images you received in the vision and you are encouraged. You are created to serve God's kingdom. The Bible unfolds in limited realms of glory that God has reserved for his people in Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 to 13. Much more important to note is the secret for accessing it, which is revealed in verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hear keen diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. You need to see the vision that God has for you. Please join us in our closing prayer. God, we thank you and we come before you with grateful hearts for the tremendous talent within everyone on this channel. However, it is easy to depend on our gifts to bring our church success, and we sometimes lose sight of why we were so richly blessed in the first place. Forgive us when we fail to heed your calling in our lives. Despite our forgetful nature, you still love us dearly. Bring us a renewed vision of ourselves from your perspective Help us to embrace your love so that we may share it with others. 
guide us as we make choices to act in loving ways towards ourselves and others. Modeling community, self-care, and wellness, rather than selfishness, greed, and isolation. Grant us a renewed vision as we seek you in your word. Make sure you subscribe and leave a comment on future series you'd like us to delve into. Shalom.